We are now recording. We are recording. And you know what? You are listening to the dulcet tone of the Give Me Five podcast, episode Right, ladies and gentlemen, you are getting a side B episode. Woo! Which makes us a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you love today and the things you might have loved today. The people of Fiji are dancing in the streets. They are. <laughs> they are. Weren't we like number one or something in Fiji? Uh, eight, uh, we were eight and I think then ten. Shut your mouth. We're number one in Fiji. Unless they can get into our email that tells us that we're number eight or whatever I just said, then uh, we can just, yeah, we'll just say we're number one. Whatever, let's let's go to Fiji. That's awesome. It's like when a pizza place says the best pizza in New York put on their awning outside, (laughs) and there's like eight of them. Like the Mm -hmm. or the original Philly cheesesteak, that's us. We are the number one entertainment podcast in Fiji. Boom. Take that other Fijian, 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 Fijiist podcast Fijian Fijian yes so are you saying we're the number one mm. podcast there of all time sure it's yeah, too soon yeah. to tell I but mean, maybe are... <laughs> it's a thing we are going to have to get some plane fare to accept our awards as top media celebrities mm-hmm. in all of fiji Hey! Hell yeah! I'm going I heard to a Fiji. reason to go to Fiji. <laughs> Let's do this. That'd be great. <laughs> Doesn't matter why we're going. We're going to Fiji. My name is the man in the red coat, and I'm joined by the chimney stalker. I'm good. <clears throat> Y'all need to clean out your chimneys so I can stalk you better. And a bowl full of jelly. Um, ho ho ho. I'll take all three of them. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> Never mind. Best not to say it. Uh, it's an old joke. Probably not as funny now. Fair enough. So, this is a side B episode. We are going to do a little bit of Christmas for this side B episode. And we're going to talk about the movie Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson. And, of course, we'll answer our Give Me Five question of the week. Quick thing. Uh, uh, No. If it's music, it's not quick. What do you want? I wanted to say, please, remember, there may be spoilers. This is a review show, so we're um, going to talk about, you know, the movie Fat Man. Can't talk about the movie Fat Man without giving away information about the movie Fat Man. So. That you no doubt didn't know existed. Right. (laughs) Exactly. We're going to try to avoid major twists. Um, And I guess there is one, kind of. Sort of, I guess. Um, Yeah. Eh, I don't really know that there is, but. Yeah. I I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's iffy. But uh, we're going to try to avoid any major twists. But, um. I don't want to spoil anything majorly, but just be aware. If you really want to see this, maybe you should watch it first. Uh, honestly, there's not a whole lot to the movie. It's it fairly straightforward, but it is. Even that being said, it is pretty enjoyable. Really? Uh, I uh, liked it. You shut your heathen mouth. Uh, it was a slog. Really? I was super... I You're really enjoyed it. Like, I genuinely enjoyed it. Oh, I suck. <laughs> you do suck. We we both liked it. You are odd man out. You suck. It was good. It was fun. It was like... <laughs> it was weird. It was gritty. <laughs> did you... And did you watch the right movie, Greg? Because I heard you talking about, like, the bluing of it. And I'm like, that there was, was no... There was no bluing of anything. And, yes, I watched it. It was just blue and dreary and, like... The weird military subplot yeah. with the dude, the general guy couldn't act for shit. 
that that wasn't a subplot. That was just a means to an end to get a higher body count. That was not a subplot. Yeah, it was. Okay, let, let's let's do the other stuff and okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the movie came out November twenty fourth of two thousand twenty, so that was uh, about Last a year, year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. So we're not really going to deal with uh, history then. Um, COVID. Basically, you were in the house, and COVID was a history. Everybody was watching Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, this was a little after that, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh... Uh, but the floor was lava at that oh, point. Yes. Um, uh, directed by Esham Nelms and Ian Nelms, uh, starring Mel Gibson, as we said. Walton Goggins, uh, Marianne Jean-Baptiste, Chance Hurstfield, Suzanne... Who was fantastic, by the way. And I've seen him in other stuff. He plays a really great douchebag. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, Doesn't he? he? Good. Go on. Uh, Suzanne Suchi. Mm-hmm. I also disagree with you on that. I wanted to smack him in the face, but not for that reason. I don't know. Uh, Robert Broxdeel, Michael Dyson, Deborah Grover, etc., etc., etc. A bunch of other people. Um... You're a bit of a naysayer tonight. <laughs> I was disappointed. I think you're whining. What? <laughs> it was fun. So, uh, I didn't actually write down the plot here. Uh, a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business, which actually is not true. I don't, yes, really, f- I don't really find him rowdy or unorthodox. Um. But the he is fighting to save his declining business. Uh, Billy, a neglected and precocious twelve-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Uh, you guys clearly liked it. I'm going to start off with something that is not related to my uh, my actual opinion because uh, Mel Gibson was my number one all-time favorite actor for a very long time. Okay, uh, loved Braveheart. Bought Braveheart it. Was so good. Bought it on VHS, which I think it was like 37 VHS times. Because <laughs> yeah. Then bought it again on DVD. Um, he he had a bunch of really good movies. Ransom and, was fantastic. And then he went uh, insane. That's the thing. So, like, and even me, who is, in fact, Jewish, gave him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. When he did his anti-Jewish tirade, I was like, you know what, he's drunk, he's whatever. People he say pissed. stupid shit when they're drunk. Yeah. And uh, you can't always play the, well, you say what you really mean, because that's not always right, true. Right, right, No. So yeah. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And then he assaulted a police officer, which was kind of the same time. And then he assaulted his girlfriend and kind of continued down that path. Uh, I think it was the assault of the girlfriend that changed my mind. Now, heading mm-hmm. into this, I was my opinion is not formed based on that, because if I break it down, he was the best thing about this movie. This movie would have been significantly better if he wrote and directed it because everything he wrote and directed was great. Has been great. Um, I mean, shit. I saw Apocalypto that in the movie theater. Was awesome. That movie was fantastic. That movie, there was not a word of English in it, um, but I still rushed out to the theater because mm-hmm. I was such a fan of his. So, um, that's and on top of that, the there is I have a connection sort of with this movie. My uncle, uh, when he, my uncle lived in Los Angeles, uh, his personal trainer was Walton Goggins. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so when Walton Goggins. He does not look like he does any kind of training whatsoever. (laughs) He is, he he is all lean muscle. The, the hitman. Uh Uh-huh. But he, when he first moved to California, was taking bit parts. Even, uh, when he was on that, was it the shield? I think when he was just, when he was still on that, he said he, you know, he, wanted he didn't know how long that right. show was going to last or whatever show he was on so he took like 11 or 12 uh like personal training gigs and my uncle was one of them and mm-hmm. you know to the point of where he even contacted our family when my uncle passed that kind of thing so oh, wow. when i when i saw whenever i see he's in something i will always tend to oh, support cool. it um yeah he was in justified uh, and uh if and yeah he was in justified uh and if he is, happens to be listening i'd be more than happy to interview him about uh whatever he does a really good uh uh wtf with mark maron where he talks about personal training he doesn't in fact actually talk about my uncle but he should (laughs) (laughs) um so that you know like going into it i was like okay 
and it was just it's such a it's just a weird storyline and in some way it's such a weird plot mm-hmm. and it takes itself seriously across the board uh, which see i don't know that it does i mean i don't i don't i i feel that Yes, it takes itself seriously in that they don't give you the the wink and the nod and look at the camera, but I don't really feel like they were like, we're making serious cinema here. I think they knew that this was kind of a tongue in cheek. This was this was a little bit of a uh, of a ridiculous plot. Um it was a little bit of a ridiculous story. And, you know, they they just kind of made a movie i mean i really don't feel like this was anything that i i didn't get the impression from anything about this movie that they thought it was anything more than what it was like it wasn't this this really deep commentary on society or anything like that no no it was just it was it was santa claus with a gun. yeah i yeah i agree with that i don't i saw it as simply as a reimagining of what we think of as santa claus and like how things, you know, like how the North Pole, so to speak, works, and mm-hmm. y- y- in Alaska, in Ala- northern yep. Alaska. But like, I didn't see it. I, uh, yeah, run by the U.S. government. <laughs> Not actually run by and all then the world. They get those checks and everything. Um, but I just thought it was a reimagining. Like it was just a different way of looking at this character in in our world. And I agree. I don't think it was mm-hmm. a commentary on anything. I don't think it, I didn't see any sort of social whatever. It was just like, hey, what if Santa was like a badass <laughs> and a hitman came after him? Let's, that'd be, that sounds like a cool movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little surreal. And, and that was, that was the overall feel that I got from this as well. I, I didn't really feel that there was any kind of um, underlying tone to having the U.S. government, um, having the U.S. government kind of, like, fund Santa and take over his workshop because they really didn't go much into depth about it. It was like, okay, they're here. Guess what we're going to do? Our hitman's got to have some people to kill. We can't have the hitman kill elves. That would be wrong. Why not? So so the hitman kills (laughs) the military guys. I'd kill the hell out of an elf. (laughs) That's why Santa doesn't come to your house. Well, (laughs) that's one of the reasons. Yeah, as someone who has worked for the government in multiple different times, it's very, it was interesting when the the government took over and they were like making all these changes right away, um, like security changes and stuff like that. Because like mm-hmm. even very recently, I did something and I tried to log into my computer and they're like, "Your password isn't correct." I'm like in my computer, not their computer, like literally my home computer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Why isn't my password co- correct?" And they're like, "You don't have enough numbers." I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> Uh, they and, took over your home computers. Yeah, they one did. Of them, the one the one that I do the work on, and I they're like, I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I I had to agree to something which I like earlier in the day, which I didn't quite realize that that's what I was agreeing to. I thought I was uh, agreeing to a, I I was I was agreeing to the license for the software, and it was like, do you want do you want the software to be able to make changes to your computer? And apparently, the software had security clearance stuff that made me have to change my password. Uh, you well, thought you were agreeing to a full body cavity search. I always think uh, I always think I'm agreeing to a full body. Like everything everything because most that is of asked the time of me, he's getting one. Like, do you want fries with that? Yes, I do. <laughs> what, sir, sir, why sir, why are you dropping your pants? <laughs> I saw that guy in the back with the rubber gloves. Yeah, that's our janitor. He's cleaning up the. Uh, there were some kids sitting back there that left ketchup all over the place. I don't care. He's about to que- clean up. All right, Tim else. Hortons lady. <laughs> yes, that was a that was a throwback to about two years ago when the when a woman decided to poop on the floor of a Tim Hortons. I think, and then she scooped it up and tossed it at the employees, oh, wiped her ass with the napkin, and threw that at them too. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? People are insane. Oh but Canadian uh, Canadians, it's, yeah, Canadians. <laughs> but it with uh with that whole government thing taking over, I I did I did appreciate throughout the movie as the as the government uh, guys were like talking to the elves, and you know they were watching what they were eating, and they're like, oh my god, what? Maybe you guys would grow if you had some vegetables, and he's, and you know they were explaining to the government guys about efficiency, and he's like, holy shit, 
Yeah. That works? And they're like, yeah, it's perfect. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> the most efficient food is co- complex carbohydrates and sugars. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, I actually wrote down right around that part that, like, the government guys are such squares. And then I, like, was like, did I really write the word squares? And then I kind of revisited it mentally. And I'm like, yeah, that that was about right. Squares. That was That was right. Yeah, but then he was like, when he was talking to uh, to Santa at number seven, and he was talking about the numbers, and is like, what happened to one through six? We don't reissue numbers. Ever. Yeah, we've been at this a while. It would be disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, like, he was about, like, you need proper nutrition and sleep. You know, they sleep 40 minutes, what was it? 20 minutes every eight hours or something? Yeah. Like that. It's the most efficient. It keeps us fresh. It keeps us <laughs> Well, how, but how long can you actually keep that up? Indefinitely. Forever. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. That uh, was well done because it was a really, it was a clever explanation for all the, of those things. All of the soldier guys were complete morons, which is yes. also how they, how they got shot down so quickly. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there was any, any kind of like, any kind of point for the government, because I think it could have just been any government. It didn't have to be U.S. government. And it wouldn't have changed anything. Right. It was just. It was just the government was using Santa's workshop, and they were like uh, targeting computers or something like that. Or, yeah, or, like like control yeah. panels. I think it yeah. was for yeah. for fighter jets or some shit. And you know, so that that MacGuffin, didn't have as it were. What's that? A MacGuffin. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like I said, that didn't have any bearing on the plot. It just the the only reason that they were there was to act as cannon fodder for the hitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, he's skinny man, I believe, is his official term. Oh, is like fat skinny man, man, skinny man. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, did Did you find a budget on this? I did not, but I didn't look. Hold on a second. I'll look while you guys talk. Go ahead. Because I'm thinking, uh, I am thinking one of the reasons why certain things happened the way they did were budgetary, like such that's as a good point. Um. Well, one the kid that's supposed to be extraordinarily rich and with the rich grandmother and all that stuff living in what is not a mansion. Yeah. It was Um, like a more of a cabin or something. Like it was, it was a very small house. Um, no bigger than the house from like Christmas vacation, but also just like what you said with the, the soldiers, like they couldn't do any crazy over the top, uh, action sequences other than maybe like the final one. So Mm -hmm. having the soldiers go down easy is a lot easier than, you know, tanks and explosions and like sophisticated equipment. zip zip lining down when buildings and all that kind of stuff right but i also got the impression that they weren't quite as well off as what they is what he thought they were because remember he was he was basically stealing money from grandma and grandma knew where it was or grandma knew about the money was very aware about the money um i think dad was probably like um siphoning some of it off and then he's siphoning some of it off and you know she had that call with the bank and she's like what i didn't write those checks blah 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 i need you to find that money now blah 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 and you see where the the, the grandson gets it yeah because the grandson seems... was like forging her signature <clears throat> yeah well and i'm saying like his i want personality. That, that little light box that he yeah. was using yeah what was that light box for the light it box. it's not usually for forging it's usually for art like okay, I used to have one, but it was a Tracing. lot bigger. Like got it. So he was he used that to okay. All right, that makes sense. I couldn't. All right, couldn't now now tell us what you thought about the kid because I thought the kid was awesome. Uh, I thought the kid in some ways was over the top. The whole like wearing the awards thing. Well, like, that all was the time. The, that was the point. <sighs> I, I think just... you just didn't get the movie. I think that's what the problem was. I just thought it didn't land for me. Like. Okay, I get the kid was pissed off that he he didn't win in the past. I get that the kid was kind of a spoiled brat. Uh, There's really not anything likable about him. Yeah, that's kind at of all on purpose. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. is kind of the point. But at the but they also tried to they tried to give a little bit of uh, reasoning for it, like, oh, your dad's not going to be back for Christmas again. Sorry, we really wanted you there. So they they wanted you feel like a little bit bad for him, but. Also, he was completely unlikable. Um, he was not my. He was actually not my biggest problem. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, I just. He kind of disappears for a while, and I, I almost completely forgot about him until he showed up again. Yeah, I kind of find that too. 
like for a while it's like the hitman driving north mm-hmm. and stuff with the military coming in and all that and then you forget that the hitman is like working for the kid like you just see it yeah, the, like the military is 100% cannon fodder but i feel like if they were going to go as far as they were going to go on mm-hmm. some of the some of the other things that happened especially towards the end and out from the from the wood pile on the movie was good um okay the wait, the, the, the shootout part from the from the there's a there's actually a very nice well framed shot where the hitman where uh Santa's coming out of the house really far away and he's behind that second wood yeah, pile the, yeah. the hitman and they they shot it from far away mm-hmm. and from that shot on I thought the movie was really good and for, I really like the shot of uh when the door to the kitchen closes very slowly and well Mrs. Claus but Kringle mm-hmm. is standing there I was like, that was a cool shot. Um, yeah. Both Where it looked like she led him to another door. Yeah. Like, both, it was a cool shot, both in gun terms and camera terms. So, like, from that point on, I thought the movie was, was pretty good. But everything up to that, just for me, really, really was slow. There was quite a few sequences. I'm like, hey, where is this going? And it didn't go anywhere. Um, and there was also a very... Like if you if they're gonna go as far like you said kill a bunch of elves but like I thought it would have been cooler if the elves were the were the cannon fodder and the elves were like able to somehow also have the the military power yeah so like they didn't they have were to trained. work yeah like they could like this movie would have been better if there was a bunch of weaponized toys I think and, and that may said, have been a budgetary thing. Yeah, and that's why I was saying like it was very like blue and down. Like if there's not one iota of that of this movie really that says Christmas, maybe other than a few decorations in the house. Was there even a reindeer in the whole movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost bit the government guys when they came to talk to him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He said, "Be glad is not uh, Dasher or whatever or or Blitzen. Blitzen. He'd he'd have bit your nuts off or some (laughs) shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um." Yeah, no, I thought it was it was I thought it was entertaining. I like how they explained uh, you know, like we were saying before with like the with the food that the elves eat and the things mm-hmm. that like how they run and they said he and they even mentioned in that scene Santa he runs on uh he gets his energy from giving, from like giving things. Yeah, he gets his power. He gets from his giving. power. Yeah. Yeah. And And yeah, go ahead. Well, and there's like the other scene with I think one of the scenes maybe Greg was referring to, like, a couple of times they go into that bar. He goes into mm-hmm. this bar. But there doesn't really seem to a point to it other than to show that everybody that comes into Santa's, like, in contact with him, not physical contact, but in the same room with him. Like, Santa knows everybody. He knows who you are. He knows your name. Right. And he knows everything about you. And they do establish that in that bar. But... um there's kind of no point to going to the bar and there's another like little location where they go to the mailbox, like the post office where he goes to the, get the letters or whatever. And I mean, it's kind of clever cause you kind of just see how he gets everything. I, but... I would slightly disagree with that in the fact that from that scene, I got the feeling that Santa was a regular yes, and true. she was surprised when he didn't want anything to drink. Right. And they were kind of hinting at the fact that with the with the money coming in and his his concerns being alleviated, that he felt like a new man. Because wasn't that after he was kind of frisky with Mrs. Claus? I believe yes, yes, that is. He was. They were basically showing that he was feeling much better, and he didn't want anything to drink, so he asked for milk. Correct. That's and true. They, yep. So I, I do feel that that scene actually served a purpose. We did get to see post-coital Santa. We did. <laughs> we did. Walking around and a, just, a, just a little bit, not a lot of it, just a hint of Santa's ass crack. Nice. As he climbed out of bed. Nice. Yes. He, uh, I know this because I went back and paused it. <laughs> Still on. I can't screen. believe this movie only got 5.9 stars. I thought it was time. really fun. I thought it really did a good job. It was just a bizarre sort of reimagine. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like yeah, I had, a, I had such a hard time getting through it. I told you I fell asleep twice. Oh, that's funny. I I thought Mel Gibson, by it. the way, was great. 
Oh, he yeah. was. He was. He great. played he's great. great. Everything. He's. I mean, he may be insane, but he's a great actor. He really is. I, want, I wish yeah. I had his voice, man. Great oh, actor, great writer, great director. Yeah, like, that's and and that's. Who else is that? Honestly, like Taika Waititi. He's not really known for his acting, though. Like he he kind of plays a fun version of a, a New Zealand dude. Right. Well, he's he's not the prolific actor that Mel Gibson is. That's correct. Clint Eastwood. But but the roles that I, yeah Clint Eastwood. The roles that I have seen Taika Waititi in have been great. Like he was great as the uh, douchebag boss in Free Guy. Free Guy, yeah. Yeah, he was good. Mm. I didn't expect to see him when he walked on screen. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, want to? I guess we let's talk about the Hitman real quick. Uh, okay. So, first of all, I, another great actor. Actually, there was three great actors in general in this. Um, and I'm talking about from an award sense: uh, Walton Goggins, Mel Gibson, and Marianne Jean Baptiste, who plays uh, Mrs. Mrs. Kringle. Claus. Yeah. She, uh, she actually was up for. She was nominated for an Academy Award for Secrets and Lies, which was the one of those movies that was on our on the wall blockbuster when we worked there that I never saw because it was just sad and depressing and about like adoption or something. But um, she was she's apparently she is good. She was uh, on the wire too, if I recall. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she's she's been in quite, a, and I was trying to remember what I knew her from. And I'm like, because without cause a, I, you watch without a trace. No, I never saw Secrets and Lies. She was in she was in the RoboCop remake. Yeah, she was the RoboCop remake, but I don't I don't even remember that. I think I did, she was she, like the I don't know she was the chief in that. I've seen that movie so many times, and I never remember the fact that I saw that movie. <laughs> it's that bad. The RoboCop remake. Yeah, I'm like I haven't seen this yet. I've like I think I've bought it twice for like three dollars <laughs> because I don't remember owning it. It's that bland. Hmm. <laughs> With murder, Training Day, the TV series. I don't know. That, that's pretty terrible. Oh, it might have been City of Ember that I saw her in. Blind Spot. She had a bit. She was in Blind Spot, which I watched most of. Anyway, uh, back to our Hitman friend. So our Hitman has a problem with Santa, in that all he got for Christmas was cigarette burns on his arms, uh, and and then eventually got a little police car, which. Or maybe he never. No, he didn't get the police car. Did he steal that from someone or buy that from someone? No, he got the police car, but he didn't get what he wanted. That's what the problem. But you was. do find out what he wanted, right? You do find out what he wanted, and I think Greg might have missed that. No, he wanted a family or something. <laughs> well, he wanted his parents back yeah. because they yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and he was like, and Santa said that you I can't know, do that. I I have limits to what I can do. Yeah. No, I called that. Okay. Just didn't care. Because <laughs> yeah, you're an unfeeling you're... dick. <laughs> you were past the point of caring with that one, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because at that point, we had seen that guy murder uh, lots of innocent people. Um, yeah, and I did think it was a it was it, it was interesting. So anything that that was made in Santa's factory got this little metal plate on it, and made guy, in Santa's workshop. And this guy was collecting all of that stuff for his weird like Santa fetish. Well, my and, I took it as you know why was he getting he was taking away their the you know like he was buying those the, buying those things from from people so I thought I saw it as he was taking away their uh, you know wishes their their um, whatever hopes or whatever that their Christmas joy their Christmas joy yeah that and also collecting um, <clears throat> collecting any kind of like clues that might lead him to Santa right hey what was with the hamster. Can someone explain? I'm sorry, I don't mean to. That's out of, out of left. I field. think that was just that was just a thing. The, the hitman like a, a had this hamster that he loved that he took care of. It's like the only thing that he loved, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, sorry about that. <laughs> I really enjoyed his interaction with the pet store lady, though. Oh yeah, where he was buying all the hamster shit, and the pet store lady was trying to sell him a different pet. You. No, it doesn't fit. You're not a hamster guy. You're a lizard guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, get away. And then it went from lizard guy. No, no, no. What about a snake? No, a snake. you're a snake guy. 
And he goes, you know, you remind me a lot of my mom. She didn't listen for shit either. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's, uh, wow. So it's pretty convenient that he was the one that was hired to go after Santa. Fair point. With his with his uh his, his Santa fetish and it was just the kid that like got I mean for the kid uh, I will probably have to cover this part momentarily. The kid of course does something not so nice and then gets coal for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Being a spoiled and being a spoiled brat, he's like I can't have this, so I got to kill Santa, so he has, already has a hitman on retainer. As one mm-hmm. does, like, and just so happens to have a uh, beef with Santa, so he's like, sends the hitman after Santa. Want you to kill Santa? <laughs> yeah. Now, as we were talking about the kid being being uh, shitty, he had won the science fair for what five years? Uh, like four years in four a row, or five I think. Years, four something years. like that. Yeah, something like and, that. And that was his thing. He is why he always had to wear the stupid ribbons. Because he was seeking his father's approval. Correct. And then doesn't win. So he kidnaps, or he has his hitman <laughs> kidnap this little girl who won. <laughs> this, like, 12-year-old yeah. girl or whatever. And, like, tie her to a chair and threaten her. I was like, oh, this is dark. And they didn't go all the way with it, with, like, the actual murdering of said little girl or her family. What's your dog's or... name? <laughs> yeah, what's your dog's name? I'll kill I'll kill him, dog. too, yeah. Jojo Scrub. Beans. Jo- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, Jojo Beans. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of what. Yeah. Tell him you were at the mall buying presents. But I don't have any presents. You were thinking about buying them <laughs> presents. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird um, scene. It really, like, a lot of the scenes were, like, kind of awkward and kind of weird. But for me, it, in the movie, they worked. They t- I was like, oh, it totally worked. I was like, this is ridiculous. And, I, okay, I dig it. I don't All know right. why. I just, I was so entertained by this movie. Like, it just. We can run with this. Yeah. This will work. It was such a weird, it, it was kind of surreal, really. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it was definitely surreal. Yeah. Um, For sure. As a uh, as a side complaint, I saw that someone had it. Uh, it would have been dark, completely pitch black dark in Alaska at that time because it happened right after Christmas. And that's true. That far it north, been dark for yeah, would have been dark for sixty days past that point. Like right now, it would have been right around this time. Yeah, and that's, that's not that's a good point. Again, not a reason why I'm annoyed or was annoyed. Uh, anyway, Hitman. Goes up there. I will say my one of my favorite things about this movie was uh, something that has always been badass, and that is any sort of all white snow gear, com- with like you know like a sniper situation. Mm-hmm. All white, all white snow gear always looks awesome. Yeah, it does look cool. He did look cool in that jacket. Yeah, that was I cool. gotta admit, yeah, always like uh, Hoth, Star Wars, badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spies like us, badass. <laughs> badass. I love that yeah. movie. <laughs> and then when you put a hot Russian girl in that, oh, even it. better. Yeah, stop uh, it. What was the other movie? The uh, Goldeneye, when he goes oh, yeah. to that's right, to, mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. outlaws, badass. Like, in fact, that's probably number one. This we should have done for the question top. All white uh, snow hitman suits, it's badass hitman suits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and it'll be either Pierce Brosnan or uh, the two Russian girls that are named. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I did write post-coital Santa down. The uh, hitman, I, I did make note of the hitman leaving bombs all over the place. And, uh... Yeah. In the elf factory. And the elf, one elf finds it and, like, just pops it open, right? Like, he's, I guess the the hitman is like, don't touch those, or whatever. Put it, yeah, put it, it down, or whatever. Yeah, And, and the guy just, like, up. takes it apart. With with his elf magic, yeah, skills. like like his like super quick skills. <clears throat> uh, worst soldiers ever, yeah, which we covered, <laughs> and that the I said that the captain acts like he's a local theater guy. The oh the 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 military captain, yeah, he wasn't great, but that's okay. It's so weird. 
that there's like these kind of B actors almost and Mel Gibson's in it. Like it's such a <laughs> well, and even his his wife, the actress that plays his wife, like she's really good. But it's a I don't know. I the I'd be interested in the making of this movie. There is a, a interview that looked like very much like a Zoom interview about this movie with like the two directors and then two other people. I'd be very and, very interested to see that. Uh, they were talking about, you know, they were they had played around with this movie, and he, like, I guess Mel Gibson contacted them. I guess they, I don't know exactly how the con- they don't really talk about the contact, but they contacted them through his people, and then Mel Gibson emailed them directly hmm. and said and said something, and they didn't realize it was him. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's – that's." and he was talking about when he was going to tell the factory that it was, like, running out of money or something. And he said that – and Mel Gibson, again, they didn't know who it was, uh, said something about, like, he should probably have tears in his eyes when he does this. Oh, he delivered that so well. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, wow, this person really gets the movie. Thank you. By the way, who is this? And he's like – the email came back or the message, whatever it was, said, it's Mel. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know that – um, uh, And they're like, the, oh, okay, he gets this. That's what – which I thought yeah, was interesting. They actually originally wrote this in 2006. He'd been shopping it around for over 10 years. Huh. Yeah. And another little tidbit that I found was the – your your favorite part, Greg, or the, the scene where it started to be good for you? Mm-hmm. That – that shootout sequence took them four days to film. Really? The temperature while they were filming hit as low as 36 below zero. I think that was probably why it took them so long to film. Wow. Yeah. Because those, cam- those cameras freeze. Yeah. Oh, everything so, freezes. So do the people. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> Testicles. S- the, all cameras. the skin on your body. Yeah. The moisture. Reindeer. That's mouth. why. That's why there were no reindeer. They had actually frozen to death. <laughs> they were eating them on the, uh, on the table spread. Rain, yeah. Reindeer the, jerky for the staff. Mel Gibson got cold and cut one open and climbed into it like <laughs> Luke Skywalker. The, uh, yeah. So that that shot. There was actually. There's a couple things that I had completely forgotten how much Mel Gibson and, to a lesser extent or maybe the same extent, Bruce Willis really likes getting their ass kicked in movies. So they can have that moment where their like eye has got like a cut over it, <laughs> like mm-hmm. they climb right. back up. So they had wear a badass eye patch. Yeah. Uh, so they have that. Uh, Santa had a little bit of superhero powers in this too, which was interesting. Yeah. I just so saw what? it as his magic. Like he had some super. He had a little bit of superpowers. Like he was extraordinarily strong. Yeah, I and like Omar said, I just saw it as being the Santa magic because I mean he also has regenerative regenerative powers. Regenerative. Regenital? Yes. Regenital powers. Regenerative powers. Yeah, which which was interesting. And also, after re- realizing that, I was like, why was I so worried that Santa was going to get killed? When he Well, because you didn't know that he had regenerative yeah. powers. Yeah. So how many hitmen actually tried and failed to kill Santa in the past? Oh, Santa kills all the hitmen. Well, because he does say at one point, doesn't he say like, "You're not the first one that's that's like, yeah, yeah, come after me or whatever he says." All I want for Christmas is the corpse of a hitman, <laughs> Santa. That's what I ask for. He can oblige. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, that shot, a beautiful shot, far distant shot. Um, basically, Santa, he gets winged, and he's all messed up. And he and there's a hitman, of course, down near a woodpile, fairly fairly far away from his house. And he like crawls down to it. There's a that hit with the wood, actually, a great sound effect. It's very like sound, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Santa and the the hitman. How did, how did you like guys like that final like battle kind of? Oh, it was not really a final. Oh, battle, it was a great. It was a great standoff I scene. Was, I mean, it, yeah. I saw that some people referred to this as like a. Uh, a Santa themed spaghetti western, and I, I think that fits. Yeah, that works. Huh? With the tone of, uh, someone said it had a Zack Tider, Zack Snyder tone, or a uh, DC, uh, or uh, what's the other movie? Uh, 
Chris Nolan type feel. Okay, uh, I can see that. I definitely more see the Zack like Snyder thing. Dark. I get it. Yeah, dark. Mm-hmm. Like a a gritty reali- uh, a gritty retelling. I thought it was very gritty. Yeah, which I, I liked. I liked that. I think it yeah. worked. So down down goes Santa. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, Santa's dead." And then, yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, they killed him!" <laughs> I was like, "That guy and just then, shot uh, Santa in the head." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then uh, Mrs. Claus or Miss Kringle has really good fucking shot with a with an old ass uh, double was it double barreled whatever that thing I was. I think so. Yeah. Well, from but like, she's magic too. Yeah, from a hundred yards. Uh, gets him, leads him into the house, and and takes out the hitman. Um, and then we we're left with like a kind of an after story at the end of this whole thing. Oh, um, I love that they go confront that little fucker. <laughs> well, and here there's, I think, and kind if of. If I remember Nelson correctly, real quick, given his little gravelly voice delivery was perfect. Well, if if I remember correctly, she shows up first, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because they wanted yeah. to hide the fact that he was still alive. I'm Ruth. I was very, very. I was hoping that they weren't gonna make him be like you're gonna be the next Santa. Like, oh, I was. I was like, this is your curse. I was hoping they weren't gonna do that, which they did not no, do. So I, was I like, didn't even, I did I didn't even yeah. think of that. That's yeah. They, that's yeah. They could have done that. Yeah, Santa walks in, and I loved Mel Gibson's little speech. It was perfectly delivered was in well that done. in that ominous, like threatening, low, gravelly voice. I was like, damn. <laughs> It was awesome. If I were a kid, I'd be shitting my pants. Yep. <laughs> but that's the thing is I like that. I kind of see that as a little bit of a twist. Because you don't see, like, what's what's coming. It's it's. I thought it was very well done. I thought it was super clever. I enjoyed that. A lot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was a great way to end the movie. Um, <laughs> you think there will be a sequel? No. <laughs> Me neither. No. No. No sequel. <laughs> Where he starts doing, he starts doing what he what he said he was gonna do with the kid. <laughs> That's the whole movie is like stopping Santa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gone too far. <laughs> oh man, that kills me. Yeah, I I overall the kid grew up and made a mistake, and Santa's <laughs> back to collect. Exactly. I I overall I thought this was really fun. I I. I wanted to see it from the first time I saw the uh, the yeah, so did the I. trailer the right? trailer Back in the day yeah whatever yeah. year plus ago, but I I I personally I recommend it for anybody like just give it a shot you'll I think like like Greg I think you'll know pretty quickly if you're into it or not it's, it, for me it was free on Peacock by the way oh, oh I, I I I paid to rent it yeah I rented it from uh, Amazon yeah I didn't even so. think about. It like looking for it elsewhere it was just easiest to yes. do it that way it's free on peacock uh one of speaking of this is actually from nbc news the review of it when I, I found the review after when i was doing research and stuff uh it's a movie made by people who seem to never have met a person or seen a movie who seem to have never met a person or seen a movie a santa suit filled only with pattern we learned pretty early on that santa just gets better from gunshot wounds so it's unclear why we're supposed to be worried about the danger posed by hitman <laughs> The further into the film's interminable, he, they wrote 100 minutes, but it was 140. Um, we get, the more questions arise. What does Walton Goggins' character's pet hamster have to do with anything? Why is there a long scene of him shopping for a said hamster? Why are there so many scenes of him brutally murdering bystanders on a whim? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't think that person got the movie either. Yeah, there's no no character in this movie is, they're all pretty, they're all fairly one-dimensional. I don't know though. Yeah, yeah, because the kid is just a d bag. The assassin is. So we, are, we are living in a world, I guess, where Santa actually is a real thing, right? Because there are there are presents showing up with that plaque on it right. that the parents didn't actually buy. So right. So there's there is the argument that Walton Goggins' character can actually hate Santa because it is a real thing in that particular world. It's not. You know, he didn't get any presents because his parents didn't exist. It was literally an actual Santa person, which I I, I thought of that early on. But yeah, I, I would not. For my for me, it was. 
there was I knew it was about 140 minutes because I kept on checking. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you were. <laughs> that's kind of funny. 140 was it like, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I really want to start The Witcher. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, or The Matrix, I think, is out now too. Yeah, that's my next one. I got, I got to do that. And Spider Man. Uh, I think and Kingsman. Everything. And Ghostbusters know, too. The four. And, wait, there was one that also came out today Three. that I completely forgot about. I was like, "What?" Today, Sing Two. Sing Two. That's it. Oh, it came yeah. out today. So Sing Two uh, Matrix, which is people have liked it that I've talked to, um, but I can watch that at my house. Sing Two Matrix, Kingsman, Spider Man. Yeah. Love me some Sing. I love that movie. I thought it was great. I uh, actually, I think Jeremy knows, or Jeremy, uh, our friend, our mutual friend. Well, doesn't really matter. Our mutual friend, I think, knows the music uh, director of that movie as well as me, because he is a grad of the school that I teach at. Oh, that, oh, that's cool. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Rob says see it. Omar says see it. Uh, Greg says, fall asleep on it. <laughs> I guess. If you need now, a nap, go see it. Yeah. Uh, we were really not, it was It was very recent. It was a very weird time, so I'm not, I guess we don't really have much on the box office or the budget or anything like that, because it was about a year ago. But be, before I even saw the movie, I did pose a question based on that little description of a hey, gruff kind of, you know, he wasn't in Evil Santa Claus. I... He was he, he was protective. He was a businessman, Santa Claus, that was protective of his people. He was the vulture, right. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I I did find a a review that I think sums it up perfectly. Um, it gave it a six out of ten, which I think is fair. Um, it it cut it uh, from user Damien Phelps says ho 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 lock and load it's Xmas time Christmas time says, absolutely the most unusual Christmas movie I've ever seen. A little slow to begin with, which is fair. And not perhaps as much attention to humor as I would have liked. Also fair. Or the trailer suggests it may have. But an entertaining Christmas jaunt for all the family, as long as they were, as long as they are over 15 and have a touch of evil about them. Gibson is so perfect for the role. If you like your Christmas movies to be a little off-center, then this is for you. Merry Christmas. I think that's a fair review. That is a fair, very, very fair review. Yeah. And it's it's a solid middle of the pack score for me. I mean, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but I I mean, I'd, I'd give it a six. I'd go seven. I wouldn't go higher, but I would definitely go that. I, I might be convinced to push it to seven, yeah. but I mean, initially I would probably give it a six. Well, the, the, that reviewer brought up an interesting point, like, like, what he expected from the trailer. Remember, he was saying something about how yeah, he, uh, the, there was an expectation. Not as much of, humor as he would right, have liked more, or that the trailer suggested. Humor. It's funny because thinking back when I saw the trailer, like I was immediately intrigued about this movie. Mm-hmm. And then my very next <laughs> thought about it was, what, what the fuck? What? <laughs> like, what's going to happen? What? What's the... What's the... Like, I was like, everything about it to me was a puzzle. Like, are, are they trying to be funny? Are they trying to be... Like are they are they taking it seriously? Like what I don't under I don't understand, and the tone uh, was the tone was just right for me. Like I think it, I think they nailed mm-hmm. it. But from but yeah, but from watching the trailer itself, I had absolutely zero idea what to expect. I mean, I didn't. I was so blown away by the surrealism of it that I just couldn't like. But uh, I'm glad I I'm glad I watched it. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I'm going to go with yay. Yay. So so the question here, uh, again, mm-hmm. it was based on that, the uh, description of the movie. Um, we were, I was kind of getting at, and some people had some problems with this, but the question was basically uh, other versions of typically good characters. So like evil versions of typically good characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like an evil Santa, an evil elf and like where that kind of plays into the overall story where they have that reveal um 
Now, it was a very hard thing to research because there is there is a long history of this happening. However, a lot of that is in comic books because right. you have a hundred years a hundred years of comic books and a good guy Santa, a good guy Santa, a good guy Superman, and a bad guy Superman, or a good guy Batman, or the right. big one was and, Captain and America. And just trying to research this, all I kept coming up with was like Marvel and DC stuff, and I'm like, yeah. So, what we're going to do is we are going to start. Uh, we're going to start by playing a voicemail. Oh, that came in. So we'll start off with that, and then we're going to steal all of his and make them our own. There we go. Perfect. Hey, give me five podcast. Let's try this again. Top five list for this week. Number five is a tie between the Reverend Phil Shooter from Hot Fuzz and the Pastor Eli Sunday from There Will Be Bud. Usually, um, whether justified or not, people look at uh, pastors and reverends as good characters, so or good people, so they obviously invert that. Number four, uh, Serial Mom. It's a movie starring Kathleen Turner from, I think, 1993 or 1994. She plays a suburban mother who looks very sweet on the outside and actually is a serial killer. Obviously, moms are usually supposed to be, we usually look at them as uh, pretty saintly. Number three is kind of a wild card. It's Lotso from Toy Story 3. Um, you know, normally a scented purple sweet teddy bear would be uh, not expected to be like one of the most evil characters in animation history. Number two, Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Obviously, mm. nurses are usually uh, looked upon as heroes and, uh, you know, thank you, help you. And she did the opposite. And then number one is bad Santa. Um, it's my favorite, not my favorite, but one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I love Billy Bob Thornton. That probably is my favorite performance of his. And obviously he's playing a, a bad Santa. So there we go. Hope you like it. Um, thanks. Bye. Uh, no, thank you. Actually, as usual, he delivers. Yeah, it's true. Big time. Well done, Alec. Yeah. Okay, so my number one <laughs> is going to be exactly as now. Um, so I think if we kind of discuss this out here, um, there's there's a few that I put on a list, but I didn't organize this list. So I'm thinking we can all kind of, if like any of us come up with other ones or we like some of his. Uh, the Lotso thing was an interesting twist, and it kind of falls in the same line of... Um, of the one that I suggested. Of Chucky. Yeah. I am typing all this out so you guys can actually hear the research happening. Uh, some of the things I put in there, of course, were Bad Santa. Uh, mm-hmm. This one is very obscure, but it was a crazy good idea, and that was um, Geppetto from – there was a comic, a long-running comic series named Fables, mm-hmm. which was very well done and actually significantly better than Once Upon a Time, by the way, which makes me sad that it didn't come out first or at yeah. all. But um, – Geppetto was not only did he make you know, Pinocchio a real boy, but he was also kind of a grand puppet master. And all this stuff was happening, and it turned out that he was actually kind of evil and was right. controlling people and making new ones. So, and that's a solid choice. I like that one. Yeah, because um, you think of him as a nice little sweet old man that you know just wanted a kid. Um, now, do we want to list the Santas all together, or do we want to list them individually? I think we might be able to do a pretty good job of like doing archetypes and like different types of different Santas that are evil all, all in one. It's a little bit of a cop out, but I think it could be kind of fun. Because I, I actually like the Santa bot from Futurama. (laughs) So like we're, we're almost doing it a little bit different where it's like, what would be the most surprising if someone was evil and like an evil Santa, whether it be the Santa bot, the one from teen Titans go or bad Santa Mm -hmm. would probably log in number one because he is, uh, you know, ho ho ho, good, good dude. He or even the, the bad, even the badass of one of uh, from Rise of the Guardians. It's kind of a paramilitary badass leader, Santa. Yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Tooth Fairy, and this one is. There's a lot of stories like this. Um, especially particularly there's the dark movie Darkness Falls, which has a Tooth Fairy kind of allegory. Uh, but the Tooth Fairies from uh, the most recent Halloween Horror Nights and last year's. Uh, Halloween Horror Night sprung, jumped into my mind because they were kind There's of There's also the creepy tooth fairy from Teen Titans that oh, eats yep. people's teeth. Yeah. It's hot to touch. 
<laughs> I love Teen Titans. Uh, Peter Pan from the recently mentioned uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, solid He's, choice. Yep, that's one of them. Uh, we now we did have some discussions here. Uh, Jack Frost slash Frost, like the movie Jack Frost with the um, killer, the killer snowman Santa, or killer snowman. But it's called Jack Frost. But is he Jack Frost? No, I don't think he is. I think he's so. just called Jack Frost. Or and yeah. is he or is he Frosty? And you know, technically, he, he, Frosty is a was made by a corporation to sell air conditioners or something. <laughs> right, but Frosty is an actual character. Yeah. No. Well, it, just the original, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, was actually made by some company as a commercial thing. Really? Yeah. That, that's how it started. All of all of those were. Yeah. So Frosty and Rudolph, like that's why Rudolph is not a thing. Like, if you ever see Rudolph in any other thing, he doesn't have a red nose or whatever. He looks a lot different because he's owned by some co- some corporation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. The man. Probably the man. corporation that made the claymation thing. Uh, I could look that up if you if you guys have any. I thought of another one, actually, too, but I'll, um, if you guys have any that are different. No, not for Santa's, right? Uh, just any... any well, and... Evil because my my other question was was because I mean because Krampus isn't an evil Santa Krampus is his own character right uh, Montgomery Ward owned oh that's funny wow the department store yeah. they are defunct so anybody can use Rudolph in 1939 uh, probably went back to uh, started off as books that were given away in Montgomery Ward uh, created by uh, Robert L May after Robert L after all those people that it's it's owned by Robert Almay's family now. Okay. So interesting. I'm going to send a hitman to them because <laughs> I want the rights to Rudolph. Rudolph is like one of my favorite characters, like Christmas characters. Love me that damn little reindeer. Tugs at my heartstrings, man. <laughs> uh another one that possibly popped up. It could be the alternative view of Daniel LaRusso from the Karate Kid, where where, depending on the viewpoint, he was the bad guy and the uh, aggressor. Oh! Yeah, okay. And in one of the seasons of uh, Cobra Kai, he was kind of a dipshit. Interesting. Well, the, everybody in that show is kind of a dipshit at one time or another. Yeah, it, it, true. Because in a town where karate is that important, important, you have to be a dipshit just a little exactly. bit. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Although I am looking forward to season four. Yes. Uh, the other one I put, I put on here, well, the other two, I, the evil Bill and Ted ended up on there, as well as uh, Ultraman, who is the evil Superman from DC Universe, from like another part of the DC Universe that had uh, an evil Batman, an evil Superman, evil Wonder Woman kind of thing, as well as Bizarro, does, who is the... the does, does Black Adam count as being a uh, evil version of Shazam? Yes, because that is like the yin and yang kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's there's a lot of other things you can be like well though no, that's just same power set not the same character so it, that's it really depends on how you want to define it which I left vague on purpose in the question right right so I think we've got plenty at this point I mean yeah. well quick question okay. does the alternate version of this character like of whatever character mm-hmm. does it have to be evil. Well, just... Yeah, that was kind of the because we were looking for evil versions of typically good evil characters. versions. Oh, okay, because I was I, this would work the other way around, but I was thinking of the show Lucifer, where yeah, that would be number one. I was thinking that would be number one if it was uh, the the other. If, one. if we switched the question, right. which we could actually do someday, but I, when I thought about that, I was like, oh, Lucifer would be a very strong contender. Sure. For number one, sure. I agreed. Okay, so that doesn't work. That's fair because you could we could really go down a rabbit hole and be like. Yeah, you know, as I, I'm sure they've said on the show, like Lucifer never technically killed anyone in the Bible. Yeah, like, there's a lot you could do with that in the show. The way that that's reimagined in the show, like his character, it's just so uh, I don't know. It's just well put together. It's well thought out, in my opinion. Just like some of the Santa stuff in 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 the movie today. Um, there's just some clever things, you know, like about the diet and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so. Let's let's do a, a rundown here. So, I think bad Santa. We probably go one to five here since we are okay getting close on time. Uh, we do we think all evil Santas would be the most like shocking thing? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I think so. they're the I think they're the best ones. Okay, 
Um, and we like Geppetto as well. Yeah, I, I would put that Geppetto at number two. Because that was actually a big shock. Like, holy shit. That was one of those where I could not wait to get the, the next issue. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I like, ah, that's, 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 that's cool. Um, it was actually just as a side, uh, one of the really cool stories was, um, Beauty and the Beast were having marital problems and everyone knew it because the Beast was slowly turning back into a beast because she was falling out of love with him as like the, oh. but it was not, it was not talked about as just, he was getting more animalistic and it, like she then they showed her talking to like the other princesses it was just a, like they thought everything for the series it was very well done wow. that's very cool uh what else you got would uh, tooth fairy peter pan uh evil bill and ted daniel LaRusso, lotso the the general idea of a priest that's a killer uh, i like that one so any killer priest <laughs> cool <laughs> That's three. Number four. Omar, I can go with I could go with like the Lotso slash Chucky at number four. Okay, so uh, killer toys, possessed toys. That's. I like the idea of the. I think Rob said it, and I can't remember which movie, the Kathleen Turner movie, where the mom is the. Uh... Uh, Cyril mom. Yeah. That was Alec, I think. Yeah, it was Alec. It was, it was, so we have, we have uh, possessed toys like Lotso, um, Chucky, or uh, that one uh, cursed butt plug you have. Right, Rob? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just It just screams profanities. Well, it, it's mad because I sucked your soul out of your body and put it in there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This gets so weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest thing that we've said? No. No, that was the line. No. Really, there's peaks and troughs in every episode. It's it's not. <laughs> there's Folks, no hard and fast rule. We can always go lower. Just saying. Well, I mean, yeah, you can aim high or low. I guess. Yeah. You know, just don't be, don't forget to pour the holy water on the butt plug tonight. Uh, uh, <laughs> the holy water. I love it when you go down. Uh, last one. Man, the tooth fairy one really freaks me out, but. Omar, you, you said uh, any sort of evil killer mom, correct? Well, I, I agreed with what was said that um, that's not a character. Like, you don't associate. That particular show of the character, like where she's supposed to be suburban, perfect housewife. Right. And it's, But it's not just that. Like any, I guess any really shocking, like, like Mommy Dearest and stuff like that, right? That would yeah. be, that's like so shocking. I'd pick evil Bill and Ted over her. That's fair. Okay. All right. Okay. We can do that. I just like the idea of the mom who's supposed to be protecting. Like, any, really any family member. Like, if they're supposed to be protecting you, but, like, they're the one, you know, that turns out. That, that'll be our uh, our special, our uh, honorable mention. And we'll go with Evil Bill and Ted because they're total dickweeds. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> do what I did last night and then and then pick that one. Nice. And that is our list. Evil Bill and Ted, number five. Possessed Toys, uh, Lotso et al., and Chucky. Uh, any killer priest. Uh, Geppetto from Fables. When I say killer priest, actually, I thought of the blonde dude from uh, the Tom Hanks movie. Uh, uh, with all the, like, treasure hunting and, like, church stuff. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Oh, uh, Da Vinci Code. Fam- yeah, yeah, Da Vinci Code, mm. like, the, the, the blonde, like, actually Paul was Bettany. more of a- yeah, he was like more of a monk, but the monk, yeah, yeah. He's anyway. the albino. Yes, uh, Geppetto from Fables, old German bastard, and Bad Santa, or any Santa, as an evil character, is uh, our number one. So a little bit of a weird week, but hey, it's Christmas and we don't Things get paid for this. Weird, so <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Yes, and I'm elbows deep into some nog. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, as I said, we're not getting paid for this, but we could. Because if you become a patron of the show, uh, give me five podcast. There's a patron.com slash give me five podcast or something like that. I don't have it up on the screen, <laughs> but it's there on our website, give me five podcast.com. Uh, you can become a patron. Just $5. You can support the show. 
So, and I think that's five dollars in Fiji money too. Fijian, Fijian, Fijian listeners. Fiji X. Uh, the first person that join that helps our podcast from Fiji will get you on the show. You can talk about Fiji, for example. <laughs> the hotspots. You could be like the the tourism board of Fiji. You can get on the show and tell us why we need to go there. But uh, we do thank all of our listeners in Fiji, and apparently there are some. Uh, that was our our, uh, our biggest jump in listeners was in Fiji last week and the week before, oddly enough. Um, so patrons uh, get – what do they get? They get into our patron-only chat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, they get – They get to chat with us on a daily basis about stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. And interesting shit. Yeah. And interesting shit, yes. Mm-hmm. You can get Omar started about music, and we have a whole room for that so that it doesn't we clear do. out the regular room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get a little list made after them, a top five list. And uh, that's for your birthday, and you get a chance to know the question beforehand and partake and leave voicemails for the question. And there's a bunch of other fun stuff, so feel free to check it out on Patreon. On Patreon. Uh, I haven't screwed that one up in a while. Uh, and uh, we'll probably be back soon before the holidays, but uh, happy holidays, just in case. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Xmas, everybody. And, and remember, like I always say, you can lead a horse to water, but you better remember how bad a wet horse smells before you push him in. Accurate. So it's out.